Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Hello everybody and welcome to The Worst Writer in the World with... Me, Howard Long! And also me, the other one. Boo! Thanks to the... <laughs> thanks to... To the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Great. And thanks to all our lovely patrons on Patreon, Ooh. including two new people this two. week that we'd like to welcome, Alan Giles Hooray. and T.F. Eccles. Woohoo! And of course, as always, let's show a little bit extra appreciation for the writer of this week's plot so far. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Simon I. Bison, <gasps> who asked me to say, Simon I. Bison is a brilliant dad and not at all a terrible human being. <laughs> right? And here is his plot so far. We know that's not true, though. <laughs> Xavier Grieg, the killer space robot, is still grilling Emily Not Emily Emily about the missing space gas Fitch. He's been doing this for about three weeks. <laughs> Emily goes into the bedroom and Xavier tries to beat the shit out of a cat. Xavier gets scratched and bleeds oil. He gets kicked in his leg, which is made of cast iron Dalek. There's a wire coming out of his face. Emily is slowly realising that Xavier might not be all that he seems. Xavier punches Emily in the face, Ow. she gets yet more suspicious. <laughs> Xavier grabs an electrified lamp and flies through the wall. Emily is really beginning to wonder now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Evita the lift lad in golden pants goes down on a big shaft. <laughs> he is carrying a piano. Yes. <laughs> So, Howard, you remember last week, at the end of last week, we returned to the firm. Yes. The firm building. The firm, of course, is Intergalactic Witness Relocation. Yeah. And you did a weird description of a lift with loads of innuendo in, like how it goes up and down and, oh, yeah, and rubs things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. So you did a sexy lift description, almost like you're setting something up there, right? And also, in the lift is an equally sexy lift lad. Ooh. All right. So let's see what's going on with that lift, please. Hello, I am Evita. I'll be your lift lad for today. Scariot entered silkily and the doors melted shut behind. <laughs> okay, so we do have that technology from Terminator 2. I was wrong before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or unless they just melted. Yeah, or you just got your thesaurus oh, out again. Boys, so the doors now. <laughs> just melted off. You were too hot. Because you were too hot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or you've got your thesaurus out again and you just got bored of travelled. The doors travelled shut behind you. I would never say the doors travelled shut. <laughs> That's not a thing. But no, doors melted shut is fine, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The journey to heaven will take approximately five minutes. What? All manner of drinks, nibbles and more personal services oh, are available from me, Evita. 
in the interim. If you require anything, please feel free to ask. I think it'll take a lot longer than five minutes to get me off. Thank you very much, Trevor. <laughs> it's a Vita, actually. My name's a Vita. I've got a girl's name for some reason. <laughs> That's why I have to stress lad. <laughs> Evita the man. A lot, cause I, I get, a lot of men get in this lift and I tell them my name's Evita. They don't want to, they don't want a BJ. So I've got to say, but I am a man. And then they're like, okay, then I will have a BJ. <laughs> I, I, I thought you, you were a woman for a moment there. I didn't I can't change my name to Fred. <laughs> I thought Evita the man was enough, <laughs> but it's not. Nut. <laughs> It's not enough. Yeah, but like, yeah, all, all manner of drinks and nibbles for your five-minute journey. Yep, yep. All, no, all manner of drinks, nibbles, and personal blowjobs from yeah, me yeah, is yeah. what he offered for your five-minute journey. It's going to be pretty difficult to eat a whole packet of crisps, drink of lager, and get your knobs sucked in that space of time, isn't it? <laughs> you'd have to some multitask. Serious multitasking, you'd, that is. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to do two more than one at once. Yeah, you'd yeah. have to be nibbling on the nuts while someone while he nibbles on your you nuts. You want your nuts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again... It's a different planet, isn't it? Minutes might be a different length. Yeah, they might be like rels. <laughs> meaningless. Yeah, meaningless rels. They might be meaningless. He's like, this lift will take this lift will take five minutes. He's like, fucking hell, that's about a year in Earth time. Well, don't worry, I've got blowjobs for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep you occupied for the next year with blowjobs. Five minutes? What's that in rels, Anita? <laughs> that's about a million, a million rels. A million rels. Scariot declined all of the above with a shake of the head and instead turned his attention to the full wall mirror. The full wall mirror. Evita kicked himself, although he had been informed that Scariot rarely took advantage of the personal services. Mm. He had hoped that he could be the one to change this. I really want the taste of semen. <laughs> That's what I want. Now Scariot probably thought he was just a dizzy blonde. He studied Scariot out of the corner of his eye, still in awe. Mm. Scariot removed a tiny comb from the inside pocket of his shining jacket and began to and meticulously to comb... To complain about how small it was. <laughs> Where's my big comb gone? <laughs> and he began to meticulously comb his finely pointed, shocking pink beard. Oh, he's got a shocking pink beard. Gazing most appreciatively at the scarily attractive reflection as he did so. Oh, fucking hell. I'm so fucking attractive. I'm shit myself. He's not going to want to have sex with me now. I'm covered in shit. Hi, Scarry. Do you want to have sex? Uh, no, thank you. You seem to be covered in... Why is everyone I meet covered in shit? He's <laughs> so fucking scary. <laughs> I just want some sex. Mm. Everyone I meet is covered in shit. Mm. Maybe I should shave my beard. <laughs> is it my scary beard? Is, have I got a spooky beard? Yeah. Is that what's happening? Fuck a crocodile in it! <laughs> yes. I did put a crocodile in my beard back in 1986, but I thought it had gone. No, I thought... Uh, it's still there and it's really big. <laughs> it platted it into my beard. That would be scary. Like If you got a, like a tiny crocodile and platted its tail into your beard mm. and then it just grew full size, so you were just walking around with a full-size crocodile hanging off your chin. Yeah. And then you met... And then you got in a lift. Yeah. I'd be scared if I was the lift lad going what'd you like a oh fuck it <laughs> actually no no personal services while you've got that crocodile attached to your face a mane of darker pink hair bled down to the middle of his back from bled a heavily down. heavily receded hairline oh, on the top of his head fucking hell he's bleeding hair now <laughs> and a pair of slim pink caterpillars nestled in arcs above two black holes I might have to read that again <laughs> I don't think I understood any of that 
I'm describing him, with, but interestingly. A mane of darker pink hair bled down to the middle of his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. He's got dark hair. He's got dark pink hair. Yeah. From a heavily receded hairline okay, on so, the top of his head. So he's 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 got a, he's got a receding hairline. So his hair starts in the middle and, and it's goes really and dark bleeds pink. down to the back of his yeah. back to his back. Yeah, and then he's back. got a pair of caterpillars that and a pair of slim pink caterpillars nestled in arcs above two black holes. Yeah. What is? I mean, he's got to where? What are the two black holes and what are the slim pink caterpillars? Do you mean eyebrows and eyes? No, it's space. I mean, <laughs> space caterpillars and black holes. He's got black holes on his head. <laughs> everyone say, everyone does say, on his planet. It doesn't say they're on his head or attached to him or anything to do with him. Basically, there's this guy in a lift and he's got bark, dark pink hair. Bark dark pink bark, hair. Bark dark pink hair. Receding hairline. And, by the way, at the same time in that lift, there's a couple of caterpillars and, a, and two <laughs> black holes that are yeah. unrelated to him. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. His brow was so furrowed, the result was a visor-like shadow stretching from one elven ear to the other. What? A visor-like shadow? Why has he got a visor-like shadow from a furrowed brow? I thought he was attractive. Well, he's attractive, but with a receding hairline, caterpillars on his face, (laughs) black holes for eyes, and a brow so furrowed that it's like a visor. Yeah. Well, His brow you, sticks out. Would you like to see my planet, Mister? <laughs> oh shit! Your black hole sucked it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going. I'm getting sucked in yeah. your eyes. Would you like some nib? Oh no, it's gone in your eyes. <laughs> Would you like some pit? Oh no, your caterpillars ate them. Would you like a blowjob? Oh, I've got. <laughs> His nose was long and perfectly straight. In fact, it would I'm be not safe sure to say. Sure, it was. <laughs> no, because he turned down the bumming, didn't he? Oh yeah, he's got a straight nose. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like the rest of him. I'd like gay. to. I'd like to, but my <laughs> nose gets upset if I fuck <laughs> a man. He's, he's, his nose is like homophobic, <laughs> but the rest of him's really gay. The rest of him's super like enthusiastic. He's gay. like a Republican or a priest. <laughs> Do you think that's what it is? Republicans—they are actually yeah. like they are, like, as we know, incredibly mm. gay. Mm. But there's one part of their body, and mm. far too often, unfortunately, it is their it's mouth, <laughs> which is straight. Yeah. And also hugely homophobic. Yeah. And that's why they say such terrible things, but then get caught bumming a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm hating every minute I of this. I think this is wrong. No, don't stop. <laughs> I should go to hell. <laughs> His nose was long and perfectly straight. In fact, it would be safe to say that nobody at the firm had ever encountered anything so straight before. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> you've created an organisation of gay men, right? And I'm yeah. going to say, I'd like to point out, not gay women, not gay people, they're all men. Yeah. And it's just, you're basically saying, in fact, the only straight thing at the firm... <laughs> was Scariot's nose. It's weird because that means like the floors aren't straight and the doors aren't straight and the corridors aren't straight. You know? Well, you, you have to remember that like uh, I was writing this in my first year at drama school. So yeah. I mean, I don't know where I got my ideas from. Where? I've no idea. An institute of gay men. What, what, what could that be based on? Yeah. Scariot noticed Evita, who was now blatantly staring and practically foaming at the mouth. <laughs> you find me immaculate, though you have little or no idea why. Evita's jaw dropped. Not only was this guy unfathomably sexy in appearance, his dreamy vocal tones could induce a hard-on. 
Uh, hold on. Could in- oh, God, his dreamy, that? his dreamy vocal tones could induce oh, a hard on. That is what you You're wrote, disgusting. Howard. Disgusting. That is what you, Rufus. you, Howard oh, Long. My God, in, uh, said you Howard Long. Believe you're saying these things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is what you wrote. Not only was this guy unfathomably sexy in yeah, appearance, yeah, yeah, yeah. his dreamy vocal tones could induce a hard on. Not the only one. <laughs> You notice how my side of the table is uh, <laughs> lifted, lifted slightly, a little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your dreamy tones. Those dreamy dulcet tones of Rufus Penzance yeah, yeah. could give Howard a long on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a misnomer. Yeah. Ow, hard long. <laughs> Loser. You've given me a hard owl long. <laughs> uh, you can get hard on that of Howard long. <laughs> I mean, the hard's in the Howard, right? Yeah, yeah the, the hard's in the, and the, the on's in the, the long. long. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, What's the is... What do you get left with then? Lard or something? All right, let's find out. <laughs> okay, let's um... take the hard on out of Howard Long and see what we've got left. There won't be much right. left after you take no. the hard on out. H A R D O. And you don't have to rearrange them at all. You get owl. Owl. You do get G owl. 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 Laug. O W L G. So Laug is the is the closest to a word. Glow. Glow. Oh my god. And you get a you are glowing yeah. with your hard on. Your hard, hard on, on does glow. Yeah, I get a hard on glow. <laughs> That's how you know that Howard's That's aroused. Because yeah, yeah. Howard when he's got his clothes on you yeah. can't tell. Or when he's got them off, to be honest. But yeah. he does have that hard on glow. Yeah, my head glows when I've got a hard on. <laughs> yeah. And then the master uses him as a torch. <laughs> my name is Hard on Glow. <laughs> So there's a character called Job, right, who works at the firm, who's got a job at the firm. Yeah. And uh, he is one of the people who has to go and find missing gas or something, right? It's his job, it's his job to go and to go and find Fitch who's disappeared, right? Yeah. Uh, and because the, the firm's job is to look after people like Fitch and they've lost him. He's a he's a firm agent. Yes, yes, he's very firm. Okay, let's see what happens next. Job always enjoyed a trip to the costumiers. Oh, yeah. Roy Cena, fuck's sake, another. Roy Cena and her equally senile partner, Hello. Maddie, were so decrepit it made him feel like a young man again. Of course, dressing up in such exotic clothes was still amongst his favourite perks. And what's more, both ladies originated from the East in Plumber's Spiral. Oh, from Plumber's Spiral. From that Plumber's means Spiral, that one yeah. of them. Shanky bit yank yin. And the other one is like, oh, flipping hell, blimey. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Yeah, they're jokey love. Oh, flipping hell, blimey. Yeah, we go. Right, yeah. Plumber's Spiral accents there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're regularly in receipt of vintage plumber's brain death from back home. What? That drink. Yeah. yeah. Brain death was fantastically expensive. I mean, alone, that's a good... <laughs> Brain death was fantastically expensive. It's not, you know. It's just, <laughs> it doesn't cost it's, anything. It's, it's free to everyone eventually. <laughs> a vintage even more so. Vintage brain death. I'd like some vintage brain death, please. That's not really a thing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It is. It's when they murder you in the past. It's like yeah. Doctor Who takes you in his TARDIS and he, like... <laughs> Kills you near a dinosaur. Drops you off a bridge next to a dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> Feed you, feed you to a dinosaur. Have that vintage death, okay? (laughs) 
And it was practically impossible to get hold of the stuff this far west. Mm. Nonetheless, Roycina and Maddie always seemed to have a bottle on the go. Job did not intend to become completely brain dead. He had important work to do on Earth, but the teleport booths used for short-distance galactic travel gave you such a hideous hangover effect anyway, with none of the pleasure involved in drinking. They should, Job. they should have teleportation booths that, that, like, once they take you apart and put you back together again, they just leave the alcohol behind, so you end up sober when you arrive at your destination. That's it seems like the opposite is true, though, because he says you don't drink anything, but you arrive with a hangover. Yes. So, so actually, they so take you apart, so put alcohol in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I might as well get drunk anyway. Yeah, I might as well get drunk. Well, it's just like, maybe everything is business class now. Uh, teleportation yeah. sounds pretty business class, doesn't it? When you travel business class, they give you ply you with champagne. And you do end up drunk when you get there. So now you just think of the experience of drinking it. They just jet jet you straight there. You. There's no just time. Like Teleportation's instant. Yeah. You've got to go. Okay, you're Fuck, drunk now. I am wine kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, and you follow peanuts as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you follow peanuts, yeah. Which is, which is fine if you're not allergic, but, I mean, some people just arrive massive <laughs> and dead. <laughs> That's a big sign on them. Yes, this, this teleportation contains peanuts, and so will yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> if you are allergic, yeah. don't get in. Yeah, Do you have a teleporter that doesn't fill people with yeah. peanuts? No, sorry, we didn't make them. No, no, all, our, tele- all our teleporters come with... with, with, with <laughs> Champagne, peanuts, and some guy called Evita. <laughs> so by the time you've arrived at the next place, someone has sucked your dick, whether you want them to or not. But you won't remember. And whether you've got one or not. Yeah, it'll happen in transit yeah. in, in an instant. You'll just way. have more peanuts in you, less semen, and you'll be very drunk. More peanuts in you, more penis in him, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's drunk. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to have another go at this long sentence. Job did not intend to become completely brain dead. He had important work to do on Earth, but the teleport booths used for short-distance galactic travel gave you such a hideous hangover effect anyway, with none of the pleasure involved in drinking, that whenever he had to use them, (laughs) it seemed to make perfect sense to have a little tipple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, the alcohol worked perfectly as a relaxant for the journey. The journey. There isn't one. It's a teleportation. Yeah. I mean, this is just classic alcoholic um, reasoning, isn't it? It's just like, well, he he might as well get drunk because there was no good reason not to, he decided, and drank eight bottles of whiskey. Right. Would you like to meet my enabler? This teleportation <laughs> booth. Yeah. So Doctor Who and Ace are still in the restaurant. And Ace says... These peppers are well hot, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't say who's speaking, but I, for once, yeah, even know. though no, yeah. look at that, no, no seds. I did recognise that. Again, so I'm using my. Uh, it's set in a restaurant. I don't feel the need to ascribe characters to the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. It's mystery bus all over again. <laughs> it is, I've yeah. learned nothing, but I've learned so much because I added the word professor to the Oh, end. no, you did. You and I only now, used two characters. Now, the, yeah, there's 29. not 18 <laughs> characters having this conversation. Yeah. There's only two. And one of them does have a defining vocal mm. characteristic, which is saying the word professor but, and but, well but, but the waiter is in this scene. You've got to guess oh, which shit, one he okay. is. <laughs> yeah, like, would you like some bread with that, sir? <laughs> would, you, would, you like, would you like some arrest with that, sir? Yeah. Oh, We've oh. only got one thing on the menu. And that is Irish stew. Would you like some? <laughs> would you like to know my address? I live on Let's Be Avenue. Oh yes, hello, 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 oh, and goodbye. You're full of brilliant policeman <laughs> jokes. Well, I know too. All right, these peppers are well hot, Professor. <laughs> they're nothing near. They're nothing near. They're nothing <laughs> near like as nothing. 
near like they're nothing near like as this satanic on earth. Yeah, they're nothing like it. Near, 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 near like a satanic as on earth. Then yeah, exactly. I they're thought it made sense like... for a second, but then I read it again. Just... They're nothing near like as sat- <laughs> yeah. They're nothing near like a satanic. They're as nothing near it? like a satanic. There's too many words. There's there's like there's not enough words. <laughs> no, there's definitely there's too many. Not enough words. There's nothing near like as satanic as this on earth. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's not too many right. words. There's not enough words. It's ace. I'm going to change I'd, it to you. Can you write Doctor Who? <laughs> I'm Doctor Who writer. <laughs> I know how many words ace says, and there should be three more. <laughs> and how much sense as they like make? As like as. And how much sense they make, which is is none. They're nowhere near like as satanic as this Doesn't on say earth. Doesn't nowhere. Processor. Oh, nowhere near. Yeah, they're nothing near. That's the problem. Yeah. It's nowhere near. Yeah, well, well, she's cooler than me. They're oh. nowhere near. Yeah, as because satanic she's cool. We would say nothing near. They're us. nothing near. No one says nothing near. They're nothing near. <laughs> they're nothing near like a they're nothing near. satanic on they're earth. Nothing nowhere near no, like a Nicky 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 Okay, okay. I oh, think no. these peppers are they're, too hard for Ace. Too hard for Ace, yes. <laughs> too hard to hand out. Oh my god. No, Doctor Who says, is that good or bad? <laughs> it's like, I don't really understand what you're saying, Ace. Are you saying it's good or bad? What the shit is? What the fuck are you talking about, okay? It's good, <laughs> says Ace, turning into Frank Spencer. Good. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. You deserve to. Why does she? I don't know. But then she says, Mmm, hot, nice. <laughs> and Doctor Who says, Good. <laughs> yeah. And she says, How's the fish? Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> Which is also a bit of a weird one. How's the fish? <laughs> Moon bass. It's delicious. Moon card. <laughs> Space shock. Space shock. Star haddock. Yeah, star haddock, yeah. <laughs> Moon bass. It's delicious. The juice is good too. Good. How many people do you think died today? <laughs> what? Wait, what? Okay. Are we, ta- what? Are we talking about good food or dead people? <laughs> the doctor put his cutlery down and wiped his mouth with his paisley handkerchief. Okay, so you're, you're taking the piss out of this, but this isn't yeah, really yeah, a beautiful yeah. sequence where, like, um, you know. Where two people go, Do you like your fish? Yeah. <laughs> Who's dead? They're talking, they're talking about the food, you see, because, like, they're trying to um, um, create a sense of normality. Yeah. But Ace can't hold it in. She, because, she like, can't she forget about how many people died today. About 20 million. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your fault. <laughs> now, eat your fucking spicy chilli. Eat your space card, okay? Because yeah. if you keep banging on about this, uh, the number will rise from 20 million to 20 million and one. <laughs> yes, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to slap you around the face with my star haddock. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you eat your sun halibut. And no, that is not a euphemism. <laughs> An actual star haddock. <laughs> but also, I'm going to hit you with my penis. Okay? After. <laughs> First star haddock, like, second penis. I'm like one of those Jim will fix it men. <laughs> I like I like my corpse is dead. <laughs> you I'm like one of those Jim will fix it men. <laughs> those Jim will fix it. I'm like one of the Jim will fix it men. I like hitting dead people with my penis. That's a thing, right? That's a sentence that makes sense in the world, yes. Okay, good. I'm like one of those Jim will fix it. Couldn't remember his name. 
<laughs> uh, Jim will fix it, man. Him. <laughs> yeah. Him like him. Jim. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Jim. That's right. I'm like one of those Jim will fix it, man. What's his name? Jim. Well, it's Jim L. Fix it, isn't it? What's <laughs> yeah. the L stand for? Lovely. Loves, Jim Lovely Fix it. Loves dead people. That's yeah. what it stands Loves for. Loves fucking corpses. Fix it. <laughs> The doctor put his cutlery down and wiped his mouth with his paisley handkerchief. Yes. On earth, or in general, he asked. Oh, he's making a joke of it. He's making light of the situation. Yes. On earth, or in general. Because <laughs> on earth it was like 20 million, but in general it was like a squillion, okay? What do you mean by people? Are you including Daleks? <laughs> yeah. Was quite a lot of Daleks there today. What do you mean by today? Are you including yesterday and all of time? Because yes, of that's course. A big like, number, you know, okay. you're going to remember that, like, you know, when you're on the planet Earth, that if you are in Australia, it is a different time. It is a different day. time it is in, in yeah. England. Uh, so when you're in the universe, it's always yesterday in the universe. Yeah, and it's also today. <laughs> What? <laughs> Basically, you, shut up, Ace. Fucking heard me. Everybody died today. When? <laughs> because I am a time lord. That is the answer. The answer to who died today is, is everybody. I'm a fucking okay. time lord, okay? <laughs> In my TARDIS, it is always today. If, and I, if, I, if Russell T. Davis were writing me, he'd do a good speech now about how, like, <laughs> I stand on the shoulders of time yeah. and I experience everything in one big hole. <laughs> And so, yeah, everyone's dead. You know, you died, I died. We I mean, died. I died 13 times. Okay. It was worse for me, okay? <laughs> One of those times I turned into Colin Baker, okay? It was really, it was really bad. That was a very bad hour. It was awful. <laughs> But at the same time, on one of those times, I stopped being Colin Baker. That was a good one. Pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, uh, that is, it looks like that is basically what he's going to say. He's got no six, actually. No, <laughs> he's going to say what you said. He says, on Earth or in general, oh. he asked, one answer is everybody. That's the terrible truth of time travel. I'm a time philosopher. I could take you now to the very end. Everybody sure. dead. And show you all the skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> I could fucking stand there and count them all. <laughs> One, is that two. What you it's want? gonna take a while. <laughs> is that what you want, Ace? Do you want me to take you to the end of time and make you count, count all the skeletons? No, 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 Professor, that's it's not what I It's very difficult. I mean, like you know, counting those Dalek skeletons is pretty hard. They're not guaranteed. <laughs> No, he says one answer is everybody. Mm. That's the terrible truth of time travel. But the actual answer is two. <laughs> yeah. Another answer is nobody. That guy. <laughs> what? And you. <laughs> I shot him. And that guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I shot him as well. You want me to kill someone? I'll make it three if you like. <laughs> Not really, Professor. <laughs> Too late. Three people yeah, died today. That one's on you. That one's on you, okay? <laughs> Ah, yeah. You didn't say no quick enough. Yeah, you, so why? You, no, you, sh you shouldn't have said how many people have you shot today, Doctor Who. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, I yeah. think you did. Uh, like, I'm going to time travel back and check. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did, okay. You time travel, Doctor. You just waved your hands in the air and went... <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, Because this Doctor Who book has started with a like an Indiana Jones or a Bond beginning, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It started with a, an action sequence. And then they've just spent the rest of the book complaining about and it. And now they're just like completely detached from any form of plot whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. They're not involved in any story. They are, unwittingly. They don't know, because they don't know they've got the essence of Fitch, yeah, that, yeah. that aftershave, <laughs> is, is inside their TARDIS. And they don't know that like um, a, a cast-iron... Like, Arnold Robot Schwarzenegger is, is, yeah, is, punch, is punching people to death <laughs> in in like fucking Croydon and wherever yeah. it is. They no 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 they know that so they're they're completely removed from the story. Mm. So from but their this, point this of a chain view, of events. But from their point of view, the story finished right at the beginning, yes. and now they're just kind of complaining about it. Yeah, yeah having okay. dinner and like being that was awful. Doctor Who. Yeah. Yes, everybody's dad. Everybody's dad. <laughs> everybody's dad. <laughs> yeah, I can show you. I can take you to the end of the earth and show you everybody is your dad. Dads. Like it's full of Darth Vader's everywhere. Yeah, everybody's Everybody dads. there is Darth Vader, oh and all of them so many dads. are your dad. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure that's. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say dead. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, the beginning of time. That's what I meant. I take you to Adam. Yeah. And everybody's, everybody's dad. dad. Everybody's dad, dad there. Because it's just him. Do you think that's why he's called Adam? Because it almost is. I am your dad. <laughs> it's an anagram. I mean, yeah. I am your yes, dad. Adam is definitely am, an anagram of I, I am, am your dad. dad. Yeah. Am no one dad. It's though. got all the letters of am dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam yeah. is all the letters of am dad. <laughs> Emily. We're back with Emily. Hey. Yeah, hopefully hey. she's still got a fucking robot with her and they yeah, can have yeah. a really long conversation oh, the last I few weeks. I have made a fundamental error. Unfortunately, I've been talking to this woman for three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really poor I have lost. The doctor who has won. <laughs> Emily, like, I mean, she's probably still going like after all the stuff that's happened, and like when she shot him in the face with a gun or whatever, she'll be like, um, maybe it's just um, a strange tradition from where he comes yeah. from, and he's yeah. and he didn't mean any harm. Maybe it's just culture shock, and I should be more forgiving of him. Yeah. So, I mean, he did try and murder my cat and me yeah. and my neighbour, but maybe that's just a way of saying hello where he comes mm. from. I think the last time we saw her, actually, she she'd uh, electrocuted him to death with um, a broken light bulb. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Well, let's find out. Emily awoke to the fishy licks of Cornelius on her aching face. Yeah. She sat bolt upright, sending the cat tumbling backwards with a mew of shock. She screamed for a time. Yeah, for a time. She stood finally and looked around the room, noticing immediately the gaping hole in the plasterboard wall. She edged closer to it and peered through to see the still figure of Xavier Grieg on Tommy's bed. Mm. I have made a fundamental error of judgment. I've been killed by a cat. Mm. Oh dear. Where Cornelius had scratched his face, she could see evidence of robotics. What was this guy? Had he been in a hideous accent? Had he been... <laughs> he definitely had been in a hideous accident. <laughs> had he been in a hideous accident, she thought, logically, and had a robot put under his face, <laughs> was the, the solution to his accident uh... to have a robot put under his face? What? Yeah. Hang on a minute. Oh, oh no, hang on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. He, he is a robot. Right, yeah. She took a few steps closer through the hole and into the bedroom. Was he dead? A sudden noise caused her to jump visibly. To Whee! jump visibly. How do you jump invisibly? <laughs> That's how I do it. 
so no one knows <laughs> I'm jumping. Because yeah, I don't want people to know that I jump all the time. I suppose it actually does make sense because to jump is kind of is a is not actually physically jump. It's, it's it can be like when you just shit, and so to jump visibly would be when you can see that person. <laughs> but it sounds so wrong mm. to jump visibly. <laughs> <laughs> a sudden noise caused her to jump visibly and let out another scream. Woo! <laughs> then. Your female scream range <laughs> is very limited. <laughs> then she sighed with relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Then she made a sexy sound. Least <laughs> <laughs> sexy of the three. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> I mean, I was here. I heard it. You the don't other two know. Much sexier. You don't know what sexy sounds are. Then she sighed with relief. This was not a horror movie. It was a Doctor Who book. <laughs> he wasn't going to come back to life. The sound she had heard was someone knocking at the door. Then once more she became scared. Look what had happened the last time she had answered the door. Such fears were quelled almost immediately when she heard an accompanying voice to the knocking. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I would fucking do and rip oh, your face off. Fucking robot from space. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Oh no! Exterminate! Yeah, I was watching a film and I just, I just got carried away. I'm not a robot. From Let space. us Daleks in. We wish to exterminate you. <laughs> no, it's um. You are right in there. <laughs> you are right in there. It's hello. It's Mrs. Richards from across the hall. Emily moved rapidly to the door and pulled it open to reveal the squinting figure of Dorothea Richards, still in her pink nightie and with a hairnet holding her blue rinse in place. Hello, Mrs. Richards. She was wearing a cliche on her head. (laughs) Dressed in a trope. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. Hello, Mrs. Richards, said Emily. Who's that? said the old lady, peering very close at Emily. I don't have my glasses. Is that you, Emily, dear? Oh, who's that? Uh, Not who's that? (laughs) Who's that dead bloke on your bed? I thought she meant, but no, she's like, who's that? I knocked on your door without putting my glasses on, and I can't see more than, like, three (laughs) centimetres in front of my own face. (laughs) Who's that? Is that you, Emily? I don't have my glasses on. Is that you, Emily, dear? Whenever it goes back to Emily, it's always really exciting. Now Uh, she's opening the door to her elderly, boring (laughs) neighbour. But then maybe she'll turn out to be a robot from space as well, and it'll all be fine. Oh, I bet you'd like to know if I'm a robot, wouldn't you? I didn't see anything about that. Oh, you cheeky monkey. Would you like to see my robot in it? No, no, not at all. You don't... I am a robot, you know. Oh, you've got it out of me. You've got me to admit it. Would you like to see my prosthetic head? Do you want me to pull my head off? Is that what you'd like me to do? Pull my own head off? Oh no, Mrs. Oh, Richardson, oh, you're no, dead. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, I suppose where you come from, in a different tone, it's probably quite normal to pull your head off when you meet someone, <laughs> like in Spain or wherever you're from. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's probably just a cultural difference, I expect. I mean, it doesn't mean you're a robot from space. No, I am a robot from space. <laughs> oh, that's probably what they say in Spain. That's probably hello for Spain, <laughs> Spanish thing. Spanish. In Spanish, it's, you say, oh, yes, I'm a robot from space. That means hello. <laughs> Monkeys. <laughs> oh, good heavens, said Mrs. Richards, who had now entered the room. Mm. There appears to be a rather large hole in your wall. What has happened here? Where is Mr. Fitch? Did he do this to you? No, he couldn't have. He's always such a gentle gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops, did I give myself away? <laughs> I meant he's always such a gentle, considerate man. I'm going to kill him. I mean, <laughs> ask him where his dog is. <laughs> What? <laughs> nothing, you, nothing, has nothing. he got 
a dog or maybe any other animal or pet that he hangs around with. Has he got a head I can pull off? I mean, a dog I, I can, can pet? stroke. <laughs> no, no, he's not here, she said, picking up the tomcat who was rubbing against her leg. It's all very odd. I'm not really sure what happened myself. A stranger called for Tommy, and while I was out of the room, he tried to kill Paul Cornelius. Yeah, thanks for giving us a recap. Recap of the plot, yeah. Good heavens, gasped Mrs Richards. There's someone on the bed in there. Who is that? Who are you? That's the man who tried to kill Cornelius. Oh, what's he doing lying down? <laughs> yeah, what is he doing lying down? Not a lot. Ah, good one. This is not the time for Joax. There's <laughs> <laughs> a dead bloke on your bed. Ah, I, you know, he's dead. He's not dead. He's a robot. Yeah. I say, you in the... What are you doing? Pick on someone your own size. <laughs> yeah, that's going to fucking help you, moron. He's terribly big, isn't you he? stupid woman. Yeah, this, this woman's just turned up and gone, Oi, don't kill people. <laughs> Kill, kill someone your own size. size. Yeah. <laughs> Stop killing my landlord. Yeah, find kill a... someone your own yeah, size. Well, the cat, innit? Go <laughs> find a cat as big as you. Kill that. <laughs> find a massive space cat and yeah. kill that instead. He's he's terribly big, isn't he? Mm. He's not saying much. Do you think he's all right? <laughs> he's not saying much, is he? He's, he's lying very still. Right. He's, he's very metal, he's isn't he? Going, he hasn't got a head, has he? Do you think, <laughs> do you think he's all right? Yeah. He's very metal and headless. <laughs> Do you think he's a robot from space? <laughs> no, I don't think he's a robot from space. I think in Russia that's quite normal to not have a head and be made yeah. of metal. I think that's quite average. It's just the custom where it comes from. <laughs> What's the matter with him? I don't know. He was like that when I woke up. No, please don't go in there, Mrs. Richards. Why ever not? She said as she stepped into the bedroom. <laughs> he's not going to arm me. I'm a pensioner, you know. <laughs> I don't think he'd be much interested in that. He hit me. I'm a young lady, you know. She shouted through the hole. Good heavens, he won't wake up. <laughs> Stop keep... trying to wake him up. I'm poking him. Yeah, poke, poke, poke. <laughs> I keep prodding him. <laughs> but he's not moving. Stop doing that to him in case he does. Please, Mrs. Richards, leave him alone. He's a psychotic cat killer. Let him lie. No, I'm, I'm, I'm poking him with a fork. Yeah. He's not, he's not waking up. I'm kicking him. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just going to put his gun in my mouth. Oh. Are you? He's not waking he's not up. He's not. I'm punching myself. I'm punching myself because he's not going to do it. He's fucking dead. I'm stabbing myself in the neck with a knife. Oh, he's, he's, he's a not murderer. Oh, look at him murdering me. No, what she actually says is, oh, good heavens, I believe he may be dead. Mm -hmm. Good, stated Emily, hugging Cornelius. Good bloody riddance. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look very good. There's blood on his face. Foul play. Did you do this, Emily? I'll check for a pulse. You better hope he's alive. Murder's illegal, you know. <laughs> I'm a helpful comedy <laughs> next-door neighbour character. I just came in to be fucking mental. <laughs> I just, I thought, you haven't had enough mental people in your flat recently yeah. with the fucking cat that can talk and the murderer from space. I've come to a prod in the robot, prod in him. Yeah. You, have you murdered this robot? <laughs> Murdering yeah. robots is illegal, you know. Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to learn to everything
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World with... Me, Howard Long, hooray! <laughs> it's good to have your own kind of cheerleading squad, even if <laughs> even if that cheerleading squad is just you, but yeah, that's still nice. It's more than most people get. I know, you, you don't get that, do you? <laughs> no, Whenever let, someone let me mentions try your name, let someone boos, have you heard? And also with me, Rufus! Ooh. Oh, God, not again. Yes, <laughs> it's really it. starting to get to me, that. <laughs> anyway, if you have enjoyed this episode and all the other stuff that we make and put out there for free, uh-huh. why not? Why not join the secret gang and get even more and like more stuff than you can imagine? <laughs> right? Entire Gret Binchleaf books. Wow. The Adventure of the Very Bad Dog, eight massively long chapters for <gasps> just the for immediately for two dollars. Wow. The Adventure of the Time Bending Men, what? already up to twelve chapters and more coming soon, and that's immediately available for seven dollars. Nice. Loads of other episodes, videos, videos, all the extended worst writer videos where we read all the rejected plot so far and do funny silly things. Ooh. And do silly things. <laughs> right? Good correction. <laughs> promises, promises. Yeah, don't... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> don't want to claim things that might turn out not to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And coming this Christmas, you could get involved with the drunk fan fiction event Ooh. in which we're going to get uh, listeners to write things which we will read out and maybe mock. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or compliment, you never know. So it'll be like the worst writer show, but with other bad writers, yeah. i.e. you. Yeah. Okay. Or if you just want to carry on getting stuff for free, that's okay too, because we're going to keep releasing free stuff. And in fact, next Saturday, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is the 14th of December, 2019, Ooh. we're doing a live stream on Facebook. So if you join the Facebook group, Worst Writer in the World, then you'll be able to watch it. That's good, isn't it? That's what you do with live streams. And you can oh. comment to us and we might answer and say hello to you. And what is in it? Is it like just fish floating around and stuff in this, this live stream, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, is that it is. What, is that yeah. what a live stream That's is? That's correct. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to contain jokes by Howard as, <laughs> as good as that one. As good as that one. And maybe, well, maybe gonna, even better. Definitely going to be there if the jokes are that quality. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be the worst writer show, but but live and visual because we're going to be reading stuff that Howard wrote when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and maybe some poetry that he wrote when he was a teenager. Yeah, and you can see, you can like press a button and a little love art floats up. That, <laughs> that's, that's true. Good. Yeah. I like or that. you can comment. You can like you can you can reply mm. as you like now when you're listening. You can reply all you want, but we can't hear you. And yeah. all those people on the train with you think, <laughs> think you're a weirdo. But on Facebook, you'll be able to make comments and maybe we'll read them and reply to you. Yeah, so maybe, we'll have a go, maybe. won't we? We'll give it Don't a Don't just use it as an opportunity to kind of like, um, like ogle us, though. <laughs> Talk about how hot no, no, we are. That's fine. You can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Yeah, in fact, do that. Okay. But only, <laughs> only do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So we hope to see you, or at least be seen by you, mm. on the 14th of December, next Saturday. And uh, also, we will be back next week mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the final <gasps> episode of this story. Mm. Okay, and uh, we should probably warn people that it's not by Howard Long. 
Finally, tra- we're going to get a chapter written by the, the worst true, writer in the world. <laughs> the true worst writer in the world. We'll As do, we've done before, we'll do Howard did give up on this book uh, yeah. at this point, and so it doesn't have an end. So I have written one, and we're going to hear that uh, a concluding chapter by me, the true worst writer in the world, next week. So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye, Milk. Bye bye, Milk. He's a stupid, suck rubbish writer. Yeah.